it organically, really like spontaneously. It's not just going in there and making a noise, folks. <laughs> the Classic Rock Files with Kelly Parker and Mike Young. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kelly. Maybe I missed something. I thought the stadium tour with Motley, Def Leppard, Poison, and Joan Jett, I thought it had been postponed long ago, but apparently not, because just in the last 24 hours, they finally officially postponed the tour to 2021. Not shocking. Kind of just waiting till the last possible minute that they could wait because this thing was supposed to get going on June the 18th. Yeah. So giving those fans a lot of uh, time to get their refunds. Hold on to the tickets because, like you said, this has been postponed. Why wait for so long? I think this tour sold so well, surprisingly well, mm-hmm. that uh, they just didn't want to give people the chance to get a refund when the coronavirus was at its peak, thus have more people pulling out. So I think by postponing until next summer, as close to reopening yeah. as they could get, sure. while we're still not officially reopened 100%, I mean, every state is different in the United States where this tour was set to go. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they maybe mitigated some of the uh, instant refund people. So hmm. the closer that they could cut it, I think that was probably their end game. And you know, I don't think everyone on board with this tour is the smartest fish in the kettle, but maybe some of them still had hopes that they could play this tour, you know? so Yeah. I feel like maybe one of the people that was hoping they wouldn't play this tour was maybe our buddy Vince Neal, because and the upside for him is now he's got a full year longer to get himself back in fighting shape for that tour. I got a feeling he's a procrastinator. You think? So he's, he's, you can give him two years. He's still going to relate to the last month. The social distancing probably hasn't been kind to Vince's body. <laughs> he hasn't been able to get that trainer, that up-close and personal trainer to come to his house and run him through the vigorous exercises. He's been quarantined. Yeah. He hasn't had a chance to get out and Being a self-motivator do some exercise. You know, yeah. he's probably eating poorly. So, yeah, yeah it probably works out well for him that he'll be able to restart, re-energize, rebuild, reclaim. But now he's got a full year to do it, and when he comes back, he better look just like 1980s Vince Neil, and he better sound just like him as well. Like, now the pressure's on. That whole thing might have backfired on him. I mean, if they want him to sound like 1980s Vince Neil, there's an easy way around that. Well, I guess a live so. performance. Yeah, exactly. I just thought that this was a done deal a long time ago because it was all, probably two weeks ago now that uh, Joan Jett was saying, well, I'm not going out on tour this uh, summer because I don't want to put my band or my crew in any sort of danger, even if there was touring. But maybe she got the memo early. Yeah, I think that uh, this was just a foregone conclusion. And for anyone who's had a show this summer, well, they're just waiting for the official announcement, yeah. but they're not actually. No one is expecting these shows to go ahead, but the stadium shows are going to be busy next summer, mm-hmm. um, and hopefully they can go next summer or else a lot of these things are just going to be canceled at that point. I don't think holding them for two years is feasible for a lot of these acts. No, so, no. Um, hopefully we're good to go for next summer because there's a lot of shows that have now been lined up and pushed back, so uh, the, the venues are going to be busy, fans are going to be busy, and uh, luckily they'll have spent their money probably two years in advance for these shows, so. <laughs> they won't have to worry about uh, budgeting. It'll be like they're free all of a sudden. Yeah, I didn't even remember paying for this. No, it's perfect. What I a love- deal. <laughs> Interesting that Def Leppard actually set to go out with ZZ Top in the fall, and that tour still has not been postponed mm-hmm. or uh, canceled. So yeah. Def Leppard's still expecting to go out on the road late September with ZZ Top. Maybe they'll do uh, one of those drive-in uh, concerts. ZZ Top out there swirling around their guitars up on a stage. Everybody's sitting in their cars watching. Well, ZZ Top is horrendously boring live, so a car might be the best place for me to be where I can catch, his, catch <laughs> wow. some Zs if I recline my chair. They do sound good. Although, you know, the Stones are postponing until next year as well. I noticed that it's Charlie Watts' birthday today, 79 years old today. A year from now, as that tour gets underway, Charlie Watts will be turning 80 years old. I think he might be the 
first of the classic rockers to turn 80, presuming that tour goes on next year. It's baffling to me that he's only 80. Like, <laughs> it seems like he should be over 100. But he drums like a man a third of his age. Uh, you know what a big fan I am of uh, Brandy Carlisle. I've mentioned this before. Man, is she good. She's, a, she's such a troubadour. She's like a female Bruce Springsteen. Or maybe Bruce Springsteen is a male Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, Either that's way, better. Cover your bases there, Parker. Thank you very much. <laughs> Either way, I'm a fan. And for this year's Record Store Day, uh, she's teamed up with the remaining Soundgarden members. Yeah, Kim Thale, Ben Shepard, Matt Cameron, all working together with Brandy Carlisle, who happens to be uh, also the ambassador for Record Day this year, Record Store Day. And uh, they'll be recording new versions of Black Hole Sun. I guess they've already recorded these, Black Hole Sun and Searching With My Good Eye Closed. And that will be released as a 12-inch on September 26th, which is the second of the three separate Record Store Day drops this year. Pretty cool that... They're able to get together, and obviously she'll be providing vocals on these songs. Yeah. Uh, or else, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm excited to hear it, what they've come up with. Uh, I'm not much of a, I need to go out and own this 12-inch, but I'll certainly be excited to hear the finished product. Yeah. Love her voice. Uh, I mean, she's no Belinda Carlisle to me. Well, no. Granted. Nor is she a Britney Spears. But who is? <laughs> uh, speaking of Record Store Day, mentioned, uh, yeah, it's going to be uh, split up over three days out of, say it with me now, an abundance of caution. I guess that thins out the crowd so everybody's not piling in on one day. Lessening the crowd, but also making sure that uh, they have the vinyl produced, which we talked about a few months back about sure. that factory being burnt, and that was one of the two places that produced vinyl. So yeah. vinyl sales have probably been down along with a lot of other things mm -hmm. due to the coronavirus, et cetera. Even Amazon wasn't fulfilling shipments in a mm -hmm. timely fashion because they were prioritizing essential goods during the peak of the coronavirus uh, lockdowns. So I think they just wanted to make sure everything is doable and attainable, and stretching it out over three days gives people a chance to uh, head out into to the world a little more often with less people around them. So some of the highlights from Record Store Day, uh, again, spread out over three days beginning August 29th. It's actually not uh, going to be three consecutive days either. August 29th, September 26th, and October 24th. Highlights, a new archival Bowie release called Changes Now Bowie, nine previously unreleased tracks from a mostly acoustic session recorded in 96 during rehearsals for his 50th anniversary birthday concert at Madison Square Garden. That's coming out on vinyl and CD. The Cure, uh, they're releasing limited edition picture disc versions of 17 Seconds and Blood Flowers. Those albums celebrate their 40th and 20th anniversaries, uh, respectively. Uh, there used to be an event, you mentioned The Cure. Um, I saw a thread on social media a couple of days ago. People were talking about seeing bands that eventually became big before they were big. Mm -hmm. And of course, mm -hmm. Green Day used to play the Albert, and there was a lot of them. But I think somebody mentioned that The Cure played, I think it might have been The Native Club, which you might not remember. This was, I have no idea what you're talking about. The, the Native Club used to be right, uh, it was kind of kitty corner to where the Winter Club is now at that intersection. Now there's an apartment building there. And, uh, whoo, man, it was just like a big hockey rink, I guess. Fantastic. You know, fantastic you know how I know shows. you're old? But I went to Native Club Socials? No, because you used the word kitty-cornered. <laughs> what would you say? I, I can't even picture what kitty-cornered kitty means, see, so I would never problem. say it. You kids these days don't even have a term for it. Yeah, that's right. We just abandoned it altogether. It's close <laughs> by. It's near. <laughs> you know where the Winter Club is? It's right by that. There you go. <laughs> Uh, U2's debut single, 11 O'Clock TikTok, is going to be reissued on limited edition 12-inch transparent blue vinyl. Very special. The 12-inch includes the full-length version of the track, as well as the original 7-inch B-Side Touch. 
Previously unreleased live recordings of Touch and Twilight from the band show at the Marquee in London, legendary club in September 1980. You were talking about the vinyl, the two places in the world that manufacture the vinyl. Is the vinyl that they would use for a transparent blue vinyl, is that the same type of vinyl? Would it still be coming out of I those? I think so. Have you ever uh, gone on uh, YouTube and watched them manufacture that special vinyl where they have like, you know, a splatter cover on the... If it's it's so like, cool looking the way they actually make it. If it's like how it's made, I'm already in. Go on YouTube this okay. afternoon and have yourself a, a time looking okay. at the making of vinyl. Okay. If Mr. Rogers were around today, he would have gone to the vinyl factory. Oh, wow, okay. Technically, he was around when vinyl was actually being produced, but they didn't have this, the colorful discs back then. I understand, yeah. Um, it's funny that U2 is still trying to get that first single to stick you know, all these years later. <laughs> you know what? That's tenacity. That's We're going to make big. this work. Absolutely. You're going to like 11 o'clock TikTok whether you like it or not. <laughs> Damn it. Um, the Kinks, 1972 compilation, The Kink Chronicles, uh, 1K away from trouble, uh, is receiving a long sought after repressing. The limited edition red vinyl double LP contains US only versions, non album singles, and B sides, in addition to hits and other album tracks spanning the years 1966 to 1971. I'm wondering where that new Kinks album is. A couple of years ago, the uh, Davis boys were talking that they'd gotten together, they'd smoothed everything out, and they were working on new music. We have not seen that. You know what I just got in the mail the other day? The new album from uh, Dave Davies' son, Daniel Davies, who really? works with John Carpenter. So he oh. does a lot of instrumental, almost movie score-esque music. Sure. Very good. Still not the kinks, but I hear where you're going. One of them is working. That's what I'm saying. Fair enough. Paul McCartney's solo debut, 1970s McCartney. That is going to get a special 50th anniversary reissue in a limited edition half-speed mastered vinyl pressing. Now, we've talked about this before. I guess if you master it at half-speed, it's more information packed into those grooves of the vinyl, and so I guess it'll be even higher fi. Yeah, it's the best-sounding vinyl you can get, that half-speed. We talked about this before when it was announced. Very excited for it. Uh, 1984's Dune soundtrack, which was scored by Toto and Brian Eno, will be reissued on, get this, limited-edition spice-colored vinyl. Very much like a sand dune. Very much. I like it. Uh, Fleetwood Mac's The Alternate Rumors consists of alternate takes of the band's 77 landmark album. After being included as part of a deluxe reissue of Rumors several years back, it was time again. The Alternate Rumors will now get a standalone limited edition vinyl release. And this one uh, kicks off the September 26th uh, releases. So that first set we mentioned all on the first day in August. This is the second date. Uh, we talked about the Brandy Carlisle Soundgarden 12-inch, but one for you, Kelly Parker. Roger Waters' 1990 performance of The Wall in Berlin will be reissued on a 180-gram clear-colored vinyl. Might see that. Kelly Parker out at Record Store Day this year. Right. I'll take that just for Paul Carrick's vocal on Hey You Alone. Oh, and also for you again... Britney Spears' massive sophomore album, Oops, I Did It Again, will be celebrated with a rarities collection featuring remixes and B-sides. Well, I better start saving up for both. <laughs> yeah, well, they're on the same day, so you don't <laughs> have to go out twice. <laughs> Lots to look forward to during those several months of record store days uh, coming up at the end of summertime. That is the Classic Rock Files, 94.3 The Drive Music Director, Mike Young. Thank you. Thank you.